fly. There we go. Anchors on the line, my friends. We are here at uh, Spreaker, an anchor. And apparently, the volume, we're having issues, friends. So hold tight, sit tight. Connections again with our uh, wiring. So let's see what is up. I did not hear anything uh, out of the monitor. There we go. Hold on, your friends. We're live, but I've got I've got no volume issues. We're having volume issues. So I might have to just redo this. Hopefully not again. I went through it earlier. I retested and refired it up. So let's see. Nope. Now hang on here, friends. Again, with my cables not connecting. Give me a minute here, friends. Sorry about this. Again, there it is. All right, so I got a bad connection somewhere. Mercy. Once again, I've got cable issues and connection issues here with my wires, wires here uh, with the connection. So I, again... Friends, don't know why, but, uh, so let me check my monitor here. I got my, my second monitor pulled up, and a mosquito flying around. So, huh. Well, sorry about that, friends. For some reason... Now, I just tested this. I was just online a minute ago and uh, tested it. So, we're going to redo this again and bring up our church to see why I've got no volume level here. And again. Huh. Well, it's out there. <laughs> well, I guess it's on. I don't have anything externally. Uh, there's nothing coming out of my speakers at all, anywhere. And uh, I can hear it. And I can, I know it's there, but uh, I'm listening to the playback, and I have no idea why it's not working. So, well, mercy, friends, we're gonna keep going. I'm gonna see if this works. Uh, but like I said, I've got no volume issues or no volume at all. 
uh, on the external speakers. I've disconnected them, tested them an hour ago, and uh, was on here. And for some reason, I've got nothing. I've got no outside uh, volume or speakers or anything. But I know all the cables are running. And, uh, but, uh, so we're going to try this one more time with our thunder. There we go. Let's see if that's going to work. So... Give me a second here, friends. Interesting. Huh. Well, friends, you know, the devil is highly agitated uh, because he cannot stop this podcast. He cannot get this message out. And, um, so there's the playback. But I got, I have like zero through my uh, monitors. There is nothing. I have no, uh, no connection or anything through my monitors. Just the vocal parts. So I hope you guys can hear me okay. Uh, we're going to do this again maybe. I might have to stop it and redo it. Uh, retest it and find out what's going on. Uh, but anyway, Worldwide Live Ministry Podcast, Pastor Rick Riley here live. Sorry about this, friends. We're having major technical issues again. Uh, so, uh, I don't know. Like I said, I I went and rebooted all the speakers, the, the uh, cables, the wires, the mixer and everything. And uh, just I don't have anything. <laughs> I don't have any external speakers whatsoever. Uh, again. And, uh, boy, does that not make no sense. And, uh, sorry about that, friends. Alright, so let's see. If maybe that works. Okay, let me see. Adjust it again. There it is. Mercy, there it goes. That's what it was. Alright, the church is finally awake. They must have been snoozing or something. But uh, there it is. There we are. Thank God. You know? They cannot get this message stopped. I'm telling the devil every day, you better keep moving on because there just isn't nothing to see here. So that's what it was. It was a, a technical issue in the volume where the mixer is at. Huh. Who would have known? Anyway, friends, glad you guys are here Friday night. Worldwide Live Ministry Podcast, Pastor Rick Riley here, live on the air, we're live at Spreaker, live on the other channel here over at uh, Anchor, we're getting right into it, boy, have I got a lot for you, friends. The book of Obadiah, Jonah, and James, and a whole lot more, friends, so I'm glad to be on here, glad to finally get back on here, I ended up breaking a tooth, uh, Monday night, Tuesday, whatever the last podcast was that night. Uh, I ended up breaking a tooth, and uh, boy, is that painful. That hurts, friends. I don't know if you've ever had that happen to you, but boy, does that hurt. So, took a couple of days, prayed, stayed uh, stayed in my book, and the Spirit threw out <laughs> Obadiah, Jonah, 
and James, friends. So, you know what we do here? We got our coffee. I know I shouldn't probably be drinking coffee either. Probably not a good idea. But, you know how I roll with coffee. So, big book of love, of course. Coffee, uh, pens, highlighters, notebook, tablets. Uh, and lots of scripture, or lots of uh, uh, tablets, right? To write down the scriptures. Because I got a lot of scriptures to throw at you. That's what we're doing. That's why we're here. Friends, let's have a Bible study. Oh, Heavenly Father, I just thank you uh, through all the trials and the tribulations and the uh, just, the, you know, everything going on. Oh, I give you praise, honor, worship. As I give you all the glory uh, through all the trials and the tribulations. God, I don't blame, we don't, can't blame you. We, we just, uh, you know, we thank you. Uh, in the midst of these trials, we thank you. I want to lift up my family, my friends, everybody listening, everybody connected. I want to lift them up right now in your holy presence. And, uh, you know, I give them all to you. <sighs> Their situations, Father God, I give them to you. Uh, you know, you are a healer, a provider, our everything. And we've got to just keep leaning on you, leaning into the cross. Moving forward, don't look back because the, the enemy is out there uh, just trying to wipe us out and take us out. So we can't listen to him. We've got to put him behind us and uh, follow you. So I thank you. Uh, just being in your presence, being, you know, having another opportunity to be in your word, preach your word, and teach your word. Father God, I, I welcome the Spirit here tonight. You know, as the Holy Spirit's always welcome here. In these, in these podcasts, these messages, uh, you know, we're having a church service in your presence. And uh, just thank you, Father God, I just thank you so much for keeping me on this path that you've called me to do. And, uh, you know, praise be to you and your, you know, and uh, I just, God, I'm at awe in your presence, so. As I move forward in this mission that you have called me to, I thank you for everything. I thank you even through even through the persecution and the hard times, God. I thank you for that. And we keep your name uh, high and focus on you as I lay the crown at your feet, God. Uh, thank you again in your son's precious, precious name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, my friends, I hope you're ready, you know, a couple of days off uh, to try to kind of relax here with this tooth and stuff. And uh, still in my notes, not giving up, glorifying God, you know, at all times, because, uh, friends, you know, the devil's just trying to distract us. I keep telling him he's a broken record and he's kind of lost. He needs some you know, some, uh, you know, that wayward, what was it, that, uh, Jeremiah 3.22? Well, the devil needs it, friends, because he's lost. He's just been scattered. He don't know what he's doing anymore. So we got to keep our attention focused on God, not on the devil. Don't get your situation, you know, whatever your situation is, don't put all your focus on that, but just keep forward, moving forward. Thanking God, walking in His grace, my family. So, uh, <laughs> man, 
Uh, I'm already, I, I ain't getting started yet. I, I am just, actually, I'm taking it back. I am just getting started. I'm just getting warmed up, friends. Uh, after fighting with that, uh, you know, the, the computer, the laptop and stuff, having the technical issues the first five minutes of the podcast, um, you know, and I, like I said, friends, besides all the technical issues, God fixed it. He <laughs> showed me right what I needed to do. So, um, yeah, so starting tomorrow, again, friends, like I said, I had to take a couple of days off just to rest because of the tooth. The devil's not going to stop me. He, he better pack up a lunch and uh, get some heavy-duty coffee because uh, it just isn't going to happen. So, Mr. Devil Dude, get out my grill. You're gone. So, yeah, so I guess it's been a couple of days, 16, 17, 18, uh, about two days here. I'm just looking at my YouTube channel. And uh, being in the Lord's presence, friends. Well, let's kick this off. You know, I always do it, friends. Now, I want to go into the armor of God. Uh, I don't know how to uh, stress the importance of the armor of God, my friends, because, uh, you know, we are in a, uh, in a spiritual warfare every single day. And uh, if you don't believe me, just look how, look around you, look at what's going on. Uh, man, oh man, friends. So, uh, that's why we got to be in the Word, my friends. I know, no, I'm not singing. <laughs> I just get excited about this Word. Come on now, friends. Uh, all right, well, hey, it's the weekend. It's Friday night. We're hanging out. I got the uh, armor. Of God, friends, Ephesians 6, 10 through 20, and uh, a whole lot more, a whole lot more, friends. All right, Ephesians 6, 10 through 20, finally, my brethren and sisters, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, watch this, friends, but against principalities, against powers and against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand, friends, my precious friends, yes, there's a lot more. Uh, there's, a, there's a few things up there to do. Uh, once you stand, well, you stand, therefore, uh, <laughs> having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness. Amen. And your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Because there's a lot of wicked out there. First Peter 5, 8, 9 reads, For your adversary the devil walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may destroy. Stand strong and immovable. Because God gave us a promise, friends. He really did. So we got to stand strong and, and, and be immovable. I think that's right. I think that's right. Uh, all right. So take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit. 
which we know is the word of God, friends. That's our our life. Amen. And the Bible. Now praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador of bonds, that, that there and I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Amen. All right, Romans 10, 9, 21, for your side homework. Amen. All right, let's check out the notes here. You know, I always got so much. Now, you know, I haven't read this one in a long time. I kind of switched over and started reading another message here. Uh, the Sinner's Prayer of Salvation. Uh, from our good friends over at BibleInspirational.com. Uh, Heavenly Father, I realize that I am a sinner. I have broken your laws. I understand that my sin is separating me from you. And I am sorry and I ask you to forgive me. I accept the fact that your son, Jesus Christ, died for me when I was resurrected and is alive today. Amen. And here's my prayers. I now open my heart's doors or door and invite Jesus in to become my Lord and my Savior. I give him control and ask that he would rule and reign in my heart so that his perfect uh, will would be accomplished in my life. And in Jesus' precious, precious name, we pray. Amen. All right, friends. Well, there you go. Now, if you've said that prayer with me, you've accepted Christ into your hearts, uh, get a hold of us, Worldwide Live Ministry Podcast, at yahoo.com. Precious so I'm going to give you the other one here too. I do want to give you both because that's you know that's quite all right. And we've got to be in that word. So well, let, me, let me pull up my monitor here. And so I did not get a chance to do the podcast yesterday. So try to hit a double shot live tomorrow. Uh, uh, over at uh, YouTube Live. So that's probably going to be uh, the uh, agenda for tomorrow is to go ahead and get on pod uh, the YouTube channel live. So I'll have to do a little bit of maneuvering in there and a little bit of uh, adjustments there. So I'm going to give you this. You know, I always got to give you this one, friends. This is a staple here at our podcast channel. So yeah, getting back to the Sinner's Prayer Salvation, friends, and if you said that prayer, and accepted Christ in your heart, well, go ahead and hit me up, let me know, uh, and we'll send some, you know, material out there. There it is. All right, hold on here. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, get a hold of us here, friends, Worldwide Live Ministry Podcast at yahoo.com. We would love to hear from you. Love to, you know, love to talk to you, love to chat with you. And uh, don't worry about leaving a message. We're all over the board. You guys can leave anything, messages you want. That'd be great. Well, let's take a look here, friends. I want to get into this. Uh, out of the NLT Living Water for those who thirst, the Blue Bible. And if you don't got one, let us know. We'll make sure you do. It's really a good book, friends. Uh, 
All right, so let's take a look at a couple of scriptures in here. Receiving Jesus Christ into your heart. Now, if you are ready to turn from your sins and believe in Jesus Christ so that you can receive the forgiveness of sin and the hope of eternal life, uh, then take a moment to bow your head. Go ahead and pray this prayer with me, my friends. Amen. God, I am sorry for my sin. I turn from it right now, and I thank you for sending Jesus Christ to die on the cross for my sin. Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart and life right now. Be my Lord and Savior and friend. Help me to follow you all the days of my life as your disciple. I'll get into that one too in here in a little bit, but uh, I want to make sure this time that I get this, because last... Uh, when I did a double shot of the podcast, I actually forgot this. I said it on the previous podcast, but not on this one. On the second one. And so I can't do that anymore. i got to make sure that I get all this out. So, there you go. Now, thank you for uh, forgiving me and receiving me right now. And thank you that my sin is forgiven and that I am going to heaven. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, friends. Now, watch this. If you have become a prodigal son or daughter, I've got a message for you. Because, uh, you know, God always forgives us and he takes us, uh, we, he takes us back if we have strayed away from him. Uh, All right. Now, redirecting your life to Jesus Christ. Perhaps you are already a Christian, but you have strayed from Jesus Christ. You have become a son or prodigal son or daughter. Now, God will forgive you right now if you will return to him. And he tells us in Scripture in Jeremiah 3.22, friends. Look that up. There you go. My wayward children, come back to me, and I will heal your wayward hearts. Again, in Jeremiah 3.22. Now, if you would like to return to God and redirect your life to Him right now, uh, you may want to pray. Just give it a little prayer. Something like this, friends. God, I am sorry for my sin. I am sorry that I have strayed from you. I ask you to forgive me now, uh, now as I repent of my sin. I don't want to live like a prodigal uh, any longer. Amen. Notes again here. Uh, renew and revive me as I once again follow you as my God. Thank you for my forgiveness, for your forgiveness, in Jesus' precious name. Amen. I pray. Amen. Now, there's a little bit more here, friends, so watch this. Whether you pray to make a first-time commitment or a recommitment, you have made the right decision. God has forgiven and uh, received you. If you really meant it, now that your relationship with Jesus Christ, or now that uh, know that your relationship with Jesus Christ will bring radical and dramatic changes in your life. Now, describing this, the Bible says, anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone, a new life has begun. 2 Corinthians 5.17 now, that's great, awesome, wonderful, pleasant news, my friends. It really is. But, more importantly, God has changed your eternal destiny 
Instead of fearing an eternal punishment in a place called hell, you will spend peaceful eternity in his presence in heaven. Hey Amen. I love that scripture. I love that message. We've got to, you know, we've got to stay on that and we got to make sure that, uh, you know, we just stay on it. We just stick to it. Well, let's get some coffee here. I got a double shot tonight because uh, I knew it was going to be a late night. Uh, we're going to go ahead and go into the, what do I got? The turret? No, I'm going to go, you know, I always got so much. I just never know what exactly what, uh, what I'm going to do first here. Alright, so let's continue actually before I even do that, friends. Let's go uh, take a look. Uh, where are we at here? I left off in Hebrews. Uh, I think I'm going to recap this too, friends. This is really important scriptures and messages in here. Uh, go ahead and go to your word. Go to your Bible. Go to your book here. The Bible, your word, my friends. Chapter 6 in the book of Hebrews. I'm going to recap that again, friends. I think we need to look at it. Told you we're having a Bible study, friends. This is what I was called uh, to do was to, uh, you know, share the scriptures and just go into them. So I'm in King James. I uh, do a little Bible study tonight. Why not? It's Friday night, friends. I would much rather be in the Word of God than hanging out. And, uh, you know, really, this is a personal choice now, but I'd rather be uh, in my Word uh, on here, right here with you guys, uh, than hanging out doing nothing. So, you know, just personal, uh, personal commitment uh, to uh, continue this promise to God, uh, as He has opened up a lot of doors for me, and just changed my whole life completely around. And so, uh, man, oh man, friends. All right, so let's take a look at chapter 6, my friends, because i got to share the Bible with you. We'll take a look at uh, Hebrews chapter 6, friends. The uh, promise of God and uh, milk and strong meat. Well, I guess that was in 5, but, oh, my gosh, friends. All right, chapter 6. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ... Let us go on, uh, go on unto perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith towards God, of the doctrine of baptisms and laying on of hands and the res uh, of resurrection of the dead and of eternal judgment, Acts 8.14. And this will we do if God permits, for it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the world to come in New Jerusalem. If we, uh, now, that's a whole other podcast, friends. I'll, I'll pray on the Holy Spirit for that. Uh, but the side scripture here is going to be Hebrews 2.5. Uh, man. I gotta go back over that again. I think somebody missed it. I think somebody was out uh, getting coffee or something, or you know, doing something here. So, verse five, chapter six, and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the world to come, which 
Like I said, it's going to be the new Jerusalem here. Right, so let me, let me get that out here. All right. And that's a whole other podcast, friends. So stand by. Now they shall fall away to renew them again into repentance, seeing they crucify to themselves the Son of God afresh and put him to an open shame. Hebrews 10.29 For the earth which drinketh in the rain that cometh oft upon it, and bringeth forth herbs meat for them who are them by whom it is dressed, receiveth blessings from God. Uh, and for also now Psalm 65 and 10. But that which beareth thorns and briars is rejected, and is nigh unto cursing, whose end is to be burned. But, beloved, we are persuaded better things of you, and, with my notes, and things that accompany salvation, though we thus speak. Well, here we are, friends. This is going to get into verse 10. Uh, For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which ye have shewed towards his name. Hang on, i got a sleeping monitor here again. I'm going to have to really get on this this weekend and try to fix that. All right, we're in 10. Sorry about that. I know. For God, verse 10, For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which ye have shewed towards his name, and that ye have ministered to the saints and do minister. And we desire... That every one of you do shew the same diligence to the full assurance of hope unto the end. That ye be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience, friends. Am I speaking to somebody tonight? Faith and patience, amen, inherit the promises. For when God made a promise to Abraham, or promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, he swore by himself, saying, Surely blessing I will bless thee, and multiplying I will multiply thee. And so after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. For men verily swear by the greater, and the oath for confirmation is to them an end of all strife. Wherein God, in 17, wherein God willing more abundantly to shew unto the heirs of promise the Illumina, let's see, and <laughs> I'm going to struggle, I know I'm going to struggle with this, uh, and immobility, okay, sorry about that, uh, uh, of his counsel, try reading 17 out of the King James, friends, would you, would you take a look at that? Yourself here, it's uh, a more a more ability. I think it's a more uh, more ability. I'm gonna have to really study that one. I looked at it earlier and I struggled with it even then. And I believe it's a more ability of his counsel and confirmed <laughs> confirmed it by his own by an oath. There you go. 
Now, again, friends, let me explain something to you about my notes here. My, I have my Bibles. Uh, I'm going through about five of them right now, including the Torah. I've gone through the notes, and I've tried to correct uh, some of the little side notes, because as I'm reading them and studying them, I'm getting stuff from the Holy Spirit. And uh, so as I'm looking at them, uh, because of the uh, pulpit where I have my Bible and notes and stuff, um, it, it's tough sometimes to read through actually the notes. I know that probably doesn't make a whole lot of sense, to me, but trust me. So, take a deep breath, have some coffee, and pray through it. Amen. All right. Hey, you guys know how uh, transparent I've been with you. You know, hey, this ain't, uh, there's no second takes here. This is all live, friends. We're on the air live right now. Amen. All right. So, all right. So, 18, that by two immutable things in which it was impossible uh, for God to lie, his friends, he don't lie. There's no way he can go back on, you know, anything he does or says, and it's, he's there. Can't lie. It says right there. We might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us, which hope we have as an anchor of the soul. Check out 19 here. Which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, in which entereth into that within the veil, in Leviticus 16.15. Uh, whether the forerunner is for us, entered, uh, even Jesus made an high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. So we're going to continue. We're going to hit up chapter 7 tomorrow, friends, on the next set of podcasts. Uh, now, Hebrews, friends, if you haven't gone into it, please do so. Amen. All right. Hang on. That's my mic. Oh, mercy, friends. What's going on? So I got about an hour at uh, our anchor channel. Uh, but that's okay, because I can get in this message here. So we'll probably end up going a little bit over uh, tonight. Um, because, like I said, I got Obadiah, Jonah, and James. I don't know why the Spirit throws them at me like that, but the Spirit is welcome here tonight, friends. We're having church service. Amen. Back on after a couple of days. Um like I said, I broke a tooth, and uh, you guys know what that's like. Well, most some of you guys have lost teeth. Anyway, it's something I've been dealing with so for the last couple of days, and uh, so <laughs> yeah, friends, some information there. Probably you, most of them don't need, but you know, just that's why. Again, that's why the. The gaps in the podcast, uh, it's with the Wi-Fi issues and the uh, connection issues out here. But uh, that's kind of why, that's the main reason why I took the last uh, couple of days really to rest. And uh, just kind of you know, get through this here. Amen. 
And I thank you guys again for hanging out with me. I know, like I said a million times, I know it's different. But that's the way the Spirit gave it to me. And, it, you know, good or bad, I just reading and doing what the Spirit told me to do. What God gave me to move forward and do this mission. Same as. So let's get into the book of Obadiah out of the Torah. I'm excited about this, friends. All right, chapter one, because you know it's a short book, right? Amen. So, we're going to take a look at the Sefer of the Prophet, Ovidiah, or Yahoo, I guess it's uh, Ovidiah, Ovidiah. Now, the vision of Obadiah, thus says Adonai Yahuwah, concerning Edom. You know what that is. We have heard a rumor from Yahuwah, and an ambassador is sent among the heathen. Arise ye, and let us rise against her in battle. Behold, I have made you small among the heathen, and you are greatly despised. The pride of your heart has deceived you. Ye are you that dwell in the clefts of the rock, whose habitation is high, that says in his heart, who shall bring me down to the ground? And though you exalt yourself as the eagle, and though you set your nest among the stars, thence will I bring you down, says Yahuwah. And if thieves come to you, if robbers by night, how are you cut off? Uh, would you not have stolen till they had enough? Uh, if the great uh, gatherers come to you, would they not leave some grapes? How are the things of Esau searched out? How are his hidden things sought up? All the men of your confederacy have brought you even to the border. The men that were at peace with you have deceived you and prevailed against you. And they that eat your bread have laid a wound under you. There is no understanding in him. Shall I... Not in that day, says Yahuwah, even destroy the wise men out of Edom. And uh, understanding out of the Mount of Esau. All right. And your mighty man, O Taman, shall be dismayed to the end that everyone of the Mount of Esau may be cut off by slaughter. For your violence against your brother Yahakov. Uh, shame shall cover you and shall be cut off forever. In the day that you stood on the other side, in the day and that the strangers carried away captive his forces and foreigners entered into his gates and cast lots upon Jerusalem, even you were as one of them. Twelve, but you should not have looked on the day of your brother. Uh, in the day that he became a stranger, neither uh, should you have rejoiced over the children of Yehuda in the day of their destruction, neither should you have spoken proudly in the day of distress. You should not have entered into the gates of my people in the day of your their calamity. Uh, yea, you should not have looked on their afflictions in the day of their calamity. 
Uh, sorry about that. I read that twice. Uh, oh, actually, it is in there, written in there twice. I want to make sure because you know, I've got to backtrack on a couple of things here, uh, just to make sure I get all the right message out. Uh, so in thirteen again, you should not have entered into the gate of my people in the day of their calamity. Yea, you should have not looked on their affliction in the day of their calamity, nor have laid hands in their uh, on their substance in the day of their calamity. Neither should you have stood in the crossway to cut off those of that of his that get escape, uh, and neither should you have delivered up those of his that did remain in the day of distress. For the day of Yahuwah is near upon all the heathen, as you have done, it shall be done unto you. Your reward, your reward shall return upon your own head. For as ye have drunk unto my holy mountain, uh, so that all the heathen drink continually, yea, they shall drink, and they shall swallow down, and they shall be as though they had not been. Uh, but upon Mount T uh, Sion shall be deliverance, and there shall be holiness. And the house of Yaakov, uh, it's Yaakov, shall possess their possessions. And the house of Yaakov uh, shall be a fire, and the house of Yosef, or Joseph, a flame, and the house of Esau, for stubble, and they shall kindle in them and devour them. And there shall not be any remaining of the house of Esau, for Yahuwah has spoken it. And they of the Negev shall possess the mount of Esau, and they of the plain. Uh, Palestine, I believe that's Palestine. Uh, again, this is out of the Sefer here, out of the Hebraic. Uh, so, let's see here. And they shall possess the fields of Ephraim, and the fields of Shamaron, and Binyamin shall possess Gilead, and the captivity of this host of the children of Israel or Israel shall possess that of the Canaanim, uh, even unto uh, Serapath, uh, and the captivity of Jerusalem or Yeshulam, which is in Sephrad, shall possess the cities of the Negev or the Negev. And the Savior shall come up on Mount Sion to judge the Mount of Esau. Uh, in the kingdom shall be Yahuwah's. Amen. Alright, friends, let's move on to Jonah. I love this book. Uh, real important message. Now, I was talking to somebody, they said, ah, uh, Jonah is supposed to be a fairy tale. A fable. Uh-uh. Read it, brothers. Read it, my family. And you will, uh, you'll be enlightened. So let's go ahead and jump into the book of Jonah here, friends. A little bit of time here. Amen. Now the word of, jo of Yahuwah came unto the Jonah, or Yonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, the great city, cry against it, for the wickedness. Now he was a prophet, friends. You guys uh, may not have known that. Um... 
that he was a prophet. Yeah. All right, so he says, so Yahuwah says, Arise, go to Nineveh, the great city, and try against it, for the wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah, or Jonah rose up to flee into Tarshish from the presence of Yahuwah and went down to Yafo. Now remember, it's out of the Hebrew Bible. It's out of the, uh, I believe that's Hebrew. Um, the Torah. So it's definitely going to be a lot different here. Now he found a ship going to Tarshish. For Tarsha. No, that is Tarshish. I remember that one from, from the class earlier. So, all right. So there you go, friends. So he paid the fare, therefore, and went down into it, and uh, to go with them unto uh, Tarshish from the presence of Yahuwah. Now, see, he was trying to run away from God. Now, come on now. Be honest here. Raise your hands. How many times have we tried to run away from God? Or blame God for uh, problems or situation. Oh, I know that's true, friends. Come on now. Now, so this is why the parts are reading this, reading this out here. But Yahuwah sent out a great wind in the sea. Uh, and there was a mighty tempest or storm in the sea. So that the ship was like to be broken. Then the mariners were afraid and cried every man into his, into his Elohim. And cast forth the wares that were in the ship into the sea to lighten it of them. But Jonah was gone down into the sides of the ship, and he lay and was fast asleep. So the shipmaster came to him and said unto him, What do you mean, O sleeper? Arise, call upon your Elohim. If so be that Elohim will think upon us that we perish not. Uh, at seven... And they said, everyone to his fellow, come and let us cast lots, that we may know for whose cause this evil is upon us. So they cast lots, and the lot fell upon Jonah. Then said they unto him, tell us, we pray you, for whose cause this evil is upon us. What is your occupation? And whence come you? What is your country? And of what people are you? And he said unto them, I am a, uh, an ivory, and I fear uh, Yahuwah and Elohim of heaven, which has made the sea and the dry land. Then were the men exceedingly afraid, and said unto him, Why have you done this? For the men knew that he fled from the presence of Yahuwah, because he had told them. Then said they unto him, What shall we do unto you that the sea may be calm unto us? For the sea wrought and was tempestuous. And he said unto them, Take me up and cast me forth into the sea, so shall the sea be calm unto you. For I know that for my sake this great tempest or storm is upon you. Nevertheless, the men are the men rode hard to bring it unto the land, but they could not, for the sea rocked, and it was tempestuous against them. Wherefore they cried, Allah, uh, El Yahuwah, and said, We beseech you, O Yahuwah, we beseech you. 
Let us not perish for this man's life and lay not upon his presence our innocence blood. For you, O Yahuwah, have done as it pleased you. So they took up Jonah and cast him forth into the sea, and the sea ceased from her raging. Then the men feared Yahuwah exceedingly and offered a sacrifice unto Yahuwah and made vows. Now Yahuwah has prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights, friends. Now, you remember, if you remember on my notes, uh, when I did the podcast of the uh, repentance, a message for the church, well, there was, this, there was based out of Jonah right here, as Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights, uh, the same as Jesus was three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Now, recap that yourself, friends, and go ahead and check out that message. All right. Well, there we go, friends. Chapter 2. Then Jonah prayed unto Eliahuah, Eliahuah, out of the fish's bellies, uh, and said, I cried by reason of my affliction unto Eliahuah, and he heard me out of the belly of Shoal cried I, and you heard my voice, uh, for you had cast me into the deep. Hold on, friends. Gotta fix this sleeping mommy. Mm-hmm. It happens every time. All right, so where was it? Pull this over here. Amen. Oh, we're in chapter two here, friends. There we go. And said, I cried by reason of my infliction unto El Yahuwah, and he heard me. Out of the belly of Shoal cried I, and you heard my voice, for you had cast me into the deep, in the midst of the seas, and the floods compassed me about. All your billows and your waves passed over me. Then I said, I am cast out of your sight, yet I will look again toward your holy temple. The waters compassed me about, even to the soul. The depth closed me round about. The weeds were wrapped around my head. And I went down to the bottoms of the mountains. The earth with her bars was about me forever. Uh, Yet have you brought up my life from corruption? O Yahuwah Eloi. With my soul fainted within me, I remembered, or remembereth, Yahuwah. And my prayer came unto unto you. And your holy temple, they that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy, but I will sacrifice unto you with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that I have heard that I have vowed Yeshua is of Yahuwah. Yahuwah spoke unto the fish and vomited out Jonah upon the dry land. In the word of Yahuwah came unto Jonah the second time, saying, Arise, go into Nineveh, that great city, and preach unto it. The preaching that I bid you, so Jonah arose and went into Nineveh, according to the word of Yahuwah. Now, uh, Nineveh was an exceeding great city of uh, city of three days journey, and Jonah began to enter into the city a day's journey, 
And he cried and said, Yet forty days and Nineveh shall be overthrown. So the people of Nineveh believed Elohim and proclaimed a fast and put on a sackcloth from the greatest of them even to the least of them. For word came unto the king of Nineveh and he arose from his throne and uh, he laid his robe from him and covered him with sackcloth and sat in ashes. And he caused it to be proclaimed and published through Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles, saying, Let neither man nor beast, herd nor flock, taste anything, let them not feed nor drink water, but let man and beast be covered with sackcloth and cry mightily unto Elohim. Yet let them turn every one from his evil way and from the violence that is in their hands. Who can tell if Elohim will turn and repent and turn away from his fierce anger that we perish not? All right, now watching the clock here, because anchors, like I said, only gives us about an hour, friends. So we're going to continue this over here at our Spreaker channel. Amen. Thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in, hanging out on this Friday night. And Elohim saw their works, that they turned from their evil way, and Elohim repented of the evil that he had said that he would do unto them, and he did it not. In four, now we're in chapter four here. But it displeased Jonah exceedingly, and he was very angry. And he prayed unto El Yahuwah and said, I pray you, O Yahuwah, was not this my saying? I was yet in my country, therefore I fled before unto Tarshish, for I knew that you are a gracious El. And merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness, and repent you of the evil. Therefore now, O Yahuwah, take, I beseech you. Uh, I'm going to have to work on this settings here. Oh, mercy, come on now, there we go. There we go. Therefore now, O Yahuwah, take, I beseech you. My life for me, for it is better for me to die than to live. Then said Yahuwah, do you well to be angry to you uh, Jonah went out of the city and sat on the east side of the city and there made a kuka uh, and sat under it in the shadow till he might see what would become of the city and Yahuwah Elohim prepared a gourd and made it uh, to come up over Jonah that it might be a shadow over his head to deliver from his him from his grief, so that Jonah was exceeding glad of of the gourd. And Elohim prepared a worm when the morning rose the next day, and it smote the gourd that it withered. And it came to pass, when the sun did rise, and Elohim prepared a vehement east wind, <clears throat> and the sun beat upon the head of Jonah. That he fainted and wished in himself to die and said, It is better for me to die than to live. And Elohim said to Jonah, Do you well be uh, to be angry for the gourd? And he said, I do well to be angry even unto death. Then said Yahuwah, You have had pity on the gourd for that which you have not labored, neither made it grow, which came up in a night and perished in a night. And should not I spare Nineveh, the great city, 
wherein are more than six score thousand persons that cannot discern between their right hand and their left hand, and also much cattle. Mercy, friends. That's it. Uh, here at uh, oh, Anchor. Uh, I'll see you later. World Wildlife Ministry Podcast. Pastor Rick Rowley here live on the air, friends. Continue over. Amen.